GMGM, welcome to another episode of Web3 Futurists. Today we have Toad, who is part of the Cyberfist community as well as the Oculus community. We are going to be talking about all things Cyberfist, DAOs, and more. This is more of a casual conversation, just more of a catch up. Um, I like to do these once in a while and just, you know, just vibe. So if you folks enjoy it, make sure to follow us and enjoy the space. Take care. Okay, I think that's the perfect transition. The music is finishing up. So first of all, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in today. I am super excited to have um, our guests over at Cyberfist um, and Toad in particular. You know, we've been trying to schedule a space or trying to schedule a podcast for the past uh, maybe two weeks. And what, you've just come out of your long hiatus? (laughs) Yeah, my long hiatus of just uh, just working, you know, the end of the year was was very, very busy. Um, but I feel like, you know, it's the new year. I'm back on top. So I'm feeling good. Super stoked to be here, man. Thanks for chasing me down. No worries. And what happened with the whole um, Twitter ban? <laughs> man, it was absolutely wild. And in like the last day of the year, I had... Um, tweets that just got lots of traction in like three different separate communities and i had Mm -hmm. literally as much engagement on my twitter account in the last day of december as i had the entire month of december it was just like this massive like just spike in engagement so elon was like this is abnormal activity and banned my account for a period of time Um, really straight up dude it was just it was just trending. I had never trended so hard. My goodness. Well, what were you, what were you posting that was trending so much? Um, I had one that was just like a, like a follow for follow, you know? Like, hey, put the emoji, follow. <laughs> and that thing got like, right. just got tons of traction. And then I had one that went um, and got a lot of traction in the Zcash community. Um, I like to mm-hmm. talk about things that matter, you know what I mean? So sometimes I'll talk about like privacy or ZK proofs or liquid staking derivatives or some weird obscure thing. Um, so one went crazy in the Zcash community. And then I don't know if you all have met uh, Colt Dow, uh, but Colt Dow is wild. Like I interacted with that community for the first time on Twitter and the response was overwhelming. So talk about Colt Dow. Definitely, I think something that we'll be talking about here uh, in the coming months but right yeah man. so it was a good it was a good sort of interaction with um the, with Coltdale. they kind of embraced you i'm assuming yeah yeah they absolutely just loved me um you know it, it's kind of like interesting <laughs> really they just like love people who talk about cult you know like that's right. like their community is talk about cult and everything is centered around talking about cult and like i'm just reminded that community is really the meta and web3 you know like the reason their token is going up, the reason everyone loves it is because everyone's out here, you know, making each other feel good. Yeah, definitely. I think community is super important. And that's something that, you know, I want to touch on a bit later on in the space. But maybe um, we can start off with some introductions, um, Toad. So I believe I reached out to you um, to talk about the Oculus project. But now here we are talking about Cyberfest. So maybe we can give a brief introduction into, you know, you and how you've gone to Web3 and then what you do over at um, Cyberfest. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Yeah, um, my my journey into Web3, well, I don't know. I guess there's like two different times I got into crypto, right? There's like the first time you buy an Ethereum token. This happens in 2017, um, which was great because that means this isn't the first prolonged pair market I have been in. Trust me, guys, we will make it out the other side. Continue to biddle on Um so yeah, you know, buy some ETH in 2017, study the space over the course of, you know, the 2018-2019 bear market. Um, I, I famously in 2019 put two Ethereum into um, an Aave contract and borrowed tokens against my staked Ethereum to go and pay for a tattoo. The goal was to get an Ethereum tattoo without spending the Ethereum. Um, so I was super into DeFi and these kinds of things. Um, in 2020, uh, when the pandemic happened, I started doing uh, metaverse things full time. Um, it started off with me and my guy accidentally met this German lawyer who had the largest portfolio of crypto voxel parcels. And we managed uh, these parcels for the guy. <laughs> and we were just like building metaverse parcels and then leasing them to NFT projects to throw like DJ events or these types of things in. Um, so I started to get involved in like metaverse and NFTs there when everyone went inside. Uh, just a little bit like pre-Bored Apes. Um, and yeah, you know, was around for the NFT mania uh, was around to participate in that, got to work on a number of projects. Um, I decided to become a project founder entirely too late, um, a, a, a bit like just being too meticulous, you know, wanting to make sure that things were like all in a row. Um, I minted out this art project in December of uh, 2021, and it was like 111 pieces at half of an ETH. And I was feeling pretty cocky. So I went and started Cyberfist in like January, February, um, you know, really of last year. And by that point, it's like too late to be starting an NFT project, you know. Uh, so here we are with Cyberfist, which is, is honestly like I think just some of the, the dankest art by some fabulous creators, um, but not one yet that has had its moment in the sun. I don't really care, though, that, you know, we're just like stuck here in limbo with uh, this particular project. Like, I'm not leaving Web3 and things on chain are forever. Uh, the artist has been working on Cyberfist for the better part of like five years. It's kind of like his life story. Um, so it's not like Cyberfist is ever going to die. You know, it doesn't matter what a floor price says or what a mint status is. It's just like we're here who cares i still like buying pfps they're fun um so yeah i guess like me me today i'm just kind of like a person in web3 um i contribute at multiple dows uh cyberfist is you know still like this thing that i love um i still tweet from the cyberfist account i'm still out here rocking my cyberfist pfp I really feel like the future of work is like business to business and people working on several projects. You know, like I receive compensation from Opolis. Opolis pays me as a consultant to do things at that, you know, Web3 DAO project. You know, um, I 
received compensation from other DAOs. There's there's two others that I could say. You know, I've received compensation from a new DAO called AutoMinter, and I just kind of like host Twitter Spaces for them. You know, but it's a way for me to contribute. Um, I've received compensation, of course, selling NFTs and doing Cyberfist. I've received compensation. Um, you know, of course, like, you know, doing writing and, and odd things for DAOs. And, and not all of this is like, you know, uh, thousands of dollars livable income. But kind of what I, I think the, the point is, is that like in Web3, we just kind of build like these brands and then we do more tasks and less like individual roles. And we do those tasks across, you know, maybe maybe a number of things and I don't know. It feels like the future of work, you know, the future of work is you doing like what you want, when you want, where you want, receiving that compensation inside of a business um, and then hiring yourself <laughs> is kind of like what I, I think the meta is. But that's me, man. That's me in a nutshell. That's super cool. And I completely, completely agree on the fact that, you know, there's always, well, I guess everybody in Web3 are contributing in some sort of way where um, they're not necessarily tied down to one particular project, right? Which is essentially what you're doing. Yeah, it's like if you're good at tweeting, then just tweet for everyone, <laughs> you know? Like I was uh, consulting with this gentleman uh, who's launching a project for the first time last week. And he's like, what can you do for me? And I'm like, dude, I can write a lot of tweets. Like I can just write you a lot of tweets. And maybe that's yeah. like all I do for that project. I do nothing else for that project, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you, are, you, are you the one that's running the Cyberfist tweets, like the Twitter account? Yeah. Because it's pretty, pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm over there on the Cyberfist account for sure. It, it's funny because I'm like doing this account that's like based in 1980. And I was, I was born in 1994. But I have like a certain um, nostalgia or like desire to be associated as an old man. I, I, I identify as an old man. So I kind of enjoy like tweeting from this 1980s kind of point of view, you know, get off my lawn. I prefer the, you know, Challenger Commodore over the Atari like <laughs> bullshit. It's just fun. It's good times. It's a throwback to when <laughs> yeah. it was simpler, man. You know, it's a throwback. Or throwback to what's the movie Gran Torino? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, dude, we're all, there, there's lots of cool stuff just like in film. You know, like film is is funny because it's just like stories, and stories are kind of like what permeate and you know stay inside of culture. So I don't know. The meta back in the day was uh, storytelling NFTs, and I think this will still come back around as a trend. Um, but in the Cyberfist universe, uh, you have a creator, Matt Haley. Um, Matt Haley is the guy who like created the universe. There's there's two artists in the in the project, um, but the creator of the universe, Matt Haley, was a comic book illustrator who worked with Stan Lee for 13 years, like literally in studio working with our guy Stan Lee. Um, so got to work on you know, everything, um, everything Marvel and DC related. Well, DC was like the beginning of his career, then he gets into Marvel for like a long time. Um, but Stanley is legendary and Matt Haley got to work with him for a long time. He's kind of like a Stanley protege. There's only a few guys who really worked with Stan as long as Matt did. 
Um, but he's developed this series, Cyberfist, which is about like this actor who comes on to uh, be like this superhero to promote this toy, this toy Cyberfist that's being like marketed to children. And little known to the actor, the toy company is actually evil. And they're launching the toy to cover up the fact that they are, in fact, uh, making a military-grade utility, you know, weapon uh, for, like, the mob, for all the bad people, scary stuff. Um, so this, this actor is, like, wearing this fist, and he thinks it's special effects, and he's, like, actually, like, blowing shit up. And, you know, he comes to realize this, and, you know, there's a struggle and power, all, yada, yada, yada. The story unfolds, right? Um so good times is of course like set in the time of like the eighties, nineties, not necessarily like a, a certain year, but kind of like stranger things where it just feels old. Um, so yeah, shot then. I know that there's a trailer someplace on the, uh, the account and it's pretty, pretty solid uh, trailer. Honestly, I'll have to go and put that back out to be seen. Anyways, the the story of Cyber Fist is already like pretty well, you know, put together because like he has like a, a story that is written by a guy who knows how to write a story. Um, we, we need about three million dollars to create the show that we want to create. The show that we want to create is a eight episode streaming series that we could sell to the likes of any Web2 streaming platform or put on any new Web3, you know, streaming platform. So if NFT volume ever permitted, we would be making a really sick show for you all. Um, if the collection were to sell out today, then we would have simply a Ashcan comic. Um, Mr. Matt Haley will receive eight individual character profiles from Cyberfist NFT holders. So if you hold an NFT, you can write the origin story of your NFT. And then we'll select eight origin stories and write a uh, Ashcan comic. Ashcan comic is kind of like a term in the comic book industry for like a short, punchy, first time like character introduction kind of thing. Um, but yeah, get your, get your PFP illustrated by Stanley illustrator, Matt Haley. Um, but you know, a little bit of fan stories. Uh, and then of course, like the overall, like meta story to make sure it holds together. I think though, ultimately you could have like a lot of fan centered, you know, stories and, you know, just lessons told like what, what, what are we missing? Like, today it's so complicated and fast today i feel like we kind of you know we, we look back and remember when times were simpler um and you know we we kind of like that it's like what lessons can we learn um what lessons do we not learn um and how can we tell that story or tell those stories with you know these delicious looking pfps anyways what's up <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful man and, um, you know, you've spoken about a couple of things there, and I kind of want to want to unpack what you said regarding maybe the storytelling um, once you sell out with your, you know, your PFP. So would the narrative kind of be controlled by Adele or would that be controlled by um, him himself? 
Yeah, it's always been like a struggle talking to the artist, like, you know, like what what things can we uh, do we want to keep on on wraps and like what things do you want to give to the community, right? And like first and foremost, the the answer is yes and you know what I mean? It's yes and like yes, there's things we want to control because like we want to ultimately make a film you know, <laughs> like we ultimately want to tell a, a specific story and we have a clear goal in mind. But if people wanted to make anything within the universe and we wanted to manage that however we would like to manage that, then we're supportive of that. You know, just like you've got Yuga out there doing what they do with the apes, man, doing what they do. And meanwhile, you can use your ape to do whatever you would like to do. Um, so yes. And when it comes to doing stuff, um, I, I personally like just doing stuff inside of DAOs. Like I'm DAO obsessed. I work full time in DAOs. Um, if there were enough people here talking to me about Cyberfist, I would do whatever we experiments we want to do. You know, I know how to do odd things inside of the DAO space, right? Like, y'all want to set up some weird things let's set up some weird things man i feel like web3 is just an experiment um i've really also noticed man it's just about like letting the people do what the people want you know um like i remember in the first nft project i got to like be involved with the community manager was someone who had just purchased the nft obviously loved the art and then they hired this guy and I mean, I saw him at multiple conferences and saw him around. And I, I've known ever since then that it's about like, yeah, the people who love it and are fans of it involve them how you can, you know, um, <laughs> let, let them do what they want to do. That's that's the point of being here in Web3. It's supposed to be fun. Um, yeah, those things. Yeah, I think it definitely is a big experimentation right there's so many different things with DAOs and pfp communities they're all trying to do different things and we're just seeing what sticks right so in terms of um you know DAOs, do you have some sort of plan for cyberfist yeah there there's plans on things it's it's mostly man just like how how much and when you know, like when it comes to roadmap, I mean, like it's it's been quiet out here. You know what I mean? It's been quiet out here. Um, so when it comes to roadmap, I'm mostly just like, yeah, like I am water running downhill. I will make it to the ocean. I don't know how I will make it to the ocean, but I am water <laughs> rolling downhill. Um, you know, first would be that we would make a comic book. So we could make stories about that. We could, you know, vote and choose which stories we like the most. Um, when it comes to Matt Haley, he always likes to have maybe like the ending of the story that he gets to keep so he can like, you know, keep it still a surprise. But if we wanted to make a comic where we wrote the beginning of it, that's open for interpretation. Um, and, you know, comic book would be the first goal, but like ultimately we want to make the film and there are way too many fun things, like way too many fun things that you can do inside of the film. Like we can have extras in every, you know, every uh, episode. We can have cameos. 
Uh, we can choose from the community who gets those roles and why they get those roles. Um, like it would be pretty cool to have a cameo in a show that had some Hollywood name on it. And that's like the weird thing about Matt Haley is he's just been in Hollywood for forever. Like cyber fist has been his pet project for like four or five years and he just talks to his friends about it and his friends are like, oh, yeah, cool. Like when you do that, I'll do that. Um, but his friends are people who, <laughs> you know, have made movies before. <laughs> right. Um, right. They're cool right. people. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm, interesting. Interesting. So like, you know, we've spoken about how the project is going so far. Right. So. Do you think, you know, the space is quiet because obviously with the bear market and stuff, or do you think it's just people have just moved away from PFPs in general? Or is it both? Oh, man. There's so many things. There's so many things. Like, we opened Mint for this project just uh, just way too late. You know, just way too late. Um, we did it when the meta was free mints, and we did it when we probably should have had a lower supply. You know, it's just, you know, stuff and stuff and stuff. Um, I realized that I became unequally yoked in, in terms of founders. Like when, when the going got tough, I was the founder that stayed. You know what I mean? I refuse to leave Web3. I will die on this hill. I don't give a shit if I'm broke. You know what I mean? Like, I like blood. But like I woke up one day and I was the only founder in the Discord, you know? So it was like, what, what do I do now? Uh, shit really well i mean like they're still there but when's the last time they commented you know like when's the last right. time they did a thing you know like the artist yeah. and me are still showing up every day but like i realized i was like you guys are not commenting and you don't tweet you know like right. I, i'm here to build community and i will do this endlessly like i don't care i love my pfp i don't care if it's worth two dollars or 200 grand like i know the artist the, the, I haven't even spoken about the other artist. I've only told you guys about Matt Haley. But, like, I'm just deeply in love with Cyberfist, you know? So I'm not going to gonna ditch it for any reason. And, you know, mm -hmm. I've got access to the, you know, Mint funds if we do Mint things. And I know that Matt Haley will never stop doing Cyberfist because it's, like, mm -hmm. it's his story. It's a dream he had when he was a child, um, the cyber fist like character that is, and then it's something that he spent, I mean, tens of thousands of dollars making trailers for making, mm. you know, merch for, he goes to comic cons as cyber fist. It's just like, you know, one of these days he's going to find a way to fund his desire to create the film. It's possible that we do it with NFTs. If we do it with NFTs, we all will get more cool shit than if we don't do it with NFTs, <laughs> you know? Like, we'll get cameos yeah. if we do it this way. We won't get cameos if he does it with VC money. Like, it's just up to us. It's whatever we want it to be. That's what it will be. Right, so the question, well, first of all, um, uh, I was just going to compare the, the rest of them to Logan Paul, how it's just completely dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> no email, no phone call. I'm like, you son of a gun. <laughs> Come on, come on. <laughs> That's just a space, oh, though, man. It's just a space, whatever. 
Yeah. So the question now is, how do we create these incentives? How do we get, you know, interactions and participation up now? You know, I've learned that Twitter, at first I thought of Twitter as microblogging. I thought of Twitter as microblogging and Twitter was a place where I came to uh, disseminate information. I was like, here is what you need to know. And what I've learned is Twitter is not about microblogging. That is a component of it. You do need to be able to share information. Um, But Twitter is ultimately about networking. It's ultimately about talking to people and just being a really good reply guy. Like ultimately it's about building relationships with like individual accounts. Um, So I've just been out here doing that, man. Just been out here being cool, you know, talking to people and GMing every day. And I feel like if we start doing that together, then that's the beginning of it, right? But ultimately, you have to have that in order for anything to matter. Like you have to have, you know, community of people who like to kind of look the same, have the same language. Um, You know, ultimately, I guess I believe in it because of the art, because like I believe that someone may want to hold (laughs) one of these PFPs and go and GM the way that I GM. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's super important. And, you know, one thing that Metopia does is establishing, you know, uh, reputation through Web3 passports, you know, these things called badges or soulbound tokens. Have you kind of dwelled into the idea of that? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've definitely got into the deep end of soulbound tokens. Um, I'm talking with a, with, with a few different places where, like we're doing this, like there's a son sound where you burn a token to bind it to your soul for purpose of music streaming. Um, another place that I've gotten into this is with uh, lobby three DAO um, who's lobbying in Congress for <laughs> like web three rights. Um, and yeah, they're working on a ZK ID that is soul bound and brilliant stuff. Yeah. 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 How, how's Metopia work though? You guys have a, uh, I'm sorry if it's just my edification. No, it's true. Um, with Lobby 3, we've, we've, I think one of our first Twitter spaces ever was with Lobby 3. Um, this was probably six, seven months ago now. Um, but, you know, I'm a big fan of Andrew Yang, what he does. And so we got into that um, train. I was actually supposed to meet Andrew in Singapore a couple of months ago um, for Token 2049. I bought tickets, um, changed my flights because he, you know, I was scheduled to appear a day early and everything, but he cancelled last minute. So I was like, ah, shit, I'm stuck with this hotel. I need to fly early, all of that. But <laughs> love the stuff that Lobby 3 are doing. And Kleinomatic is, is actually a really, really cool guy, right? Yeah, he's he's super cool. That's too bad that, that Andrew ditched you. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yang, is, Yang is great. I have phone banked for him in New Hampshire. I will do it again. I got to meet him Me here too. at a, a Zero Expo at um, Blockchain SF Week. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, that's just like what Web3 to me is. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm also involved in Lobby 3 DAO. <laughs> you know, it's just like you just do what you're good at. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, I, I also volunteered um, for Yang. I don't think it was legal, you know, being a New Zealand citizen. But, like, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> It was just phone banking. It was just saying they should go vote. I'm sorry. That's funny, man. That's funny. That's great. Yeah. Well, yeah. To answer your question about what Metopia does, um, there's a couple of things that we do, right? So we are looking to establish um, reputation 
through um, these things called SBT, soulbound tokens, badges, whatever you want to call them. Um, and additional things that we do, um, one of them is um, DAO governance. So we are pushing for reputation-based governance um, where, you know, in a lot of communities, um, in the DAO, it's usually token-based or NFT-based where you would have one vote uh, per token or NFT. Um, and we've realized, you know, that um, and that might not, not necessarily be the best uh, way of governance. So what we're pushing is reputation. And lastly, what we're doing is um, also hosting uh, raffle campaigns for communities that, you know, want to get their, I guess, projects off the ground and have some sort of incentive for their communities. Um, but yeah, that's us in a nutshell. Uh, essentially just focused on reputation and we you know we have three passports reputation based voting is like a really interesting concept i would wonder how reputation is decided yeah so reputation um it depends on how you want to define it right but for us we're giving you know folks the tools um and the data you know data includes everything on chain ranging from the amount of tokens they have, token state, NFTs, NFT traits, um, and off-chain activities include, you know, maybe Discord roles that they hold. So that, you know, it's not all about financialized governance, right? You have an alternative where you can have some sort of non-financialized governance where, you know, I think launching a token or an NFT uh, project right now is in a great time, right? So how do you um, govern without assets? And this is essentially what we're kind of catering for. Interesting. Interesting. Very curious. What blockchains are you on? Or I guess it's blockchain agnostic. Yeah, so uh, we are operating on Ethereum, BSC and Polygon at the moment. Um, and we're looking to, you know, expand over the next month or so. Um, but right now, what Metopia is focused on is actually uh, revamping, you know, Metopia 2.0. Want to work a bit more on branding and um, all of that. So there's a lot of things that we're working on right now. And Super excited to, you know, get it completely off the ground um, probably next month. Nice, nice. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I wonder what types of like, DAO governance tools you could use in terms of, like, any project, but particularly my project because I'm selfish like that. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, you're you're more retro, so your retro voice is louder, so you get to vote in the comic more. Like, that makes sense to <laughs> me, you know, versus, like, oh, you spent more tokens I don't know. I mean, you definitely want to acknowledge um, like the expenditure of capital as yep. like you, you want to reward yep. that. Um, but then you yep. also want to have some kind of like way for people who have no capital. Maybe they spent all of their capital mm -hmm. on your project and you hardly mm -hmm. realized it. You know, you still want mm -hmm. to have some uh, way to recognize their clout, too. So it's it's all balance, right? Definitely. So, you know, for us, it's. Find, well, it's for us, we're providing that platform and it's up to communities to find that sweet spot, right? Like how much do they want to um, weigh, uh, you know, expenditure and all of that, but how much do they want to weigh, you know, other things such as uh, maybe people writing articles or doing marketing campaigns for them, you know, it's just finding that sweet spot. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. Well, hey, dude, you know, like we're in the DMs. Let's let's keep the conversation happening for sure. I wouldn't mind writing a ton of tweets about you all if it, if it makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I have a couple of articles lined up. I, I've not yet been a person who posts articles. However, this year I will be a person who posts articles. Uh, previously, I've just done like uh, 
Twitter like threads, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I have a couple of articles lined up. I'm doing stuff around oracles, um, minor extractable value versus oracle extractable value, stuff on DAOs and DAO governance, you know, all kinds of fun things. But I mean, I would love to write about the soulbound NFTs and on-chain identity. So let's let's be friends yeah. this year, my friend. <laughs> Definitely, I'll um, flick you an ad on my uh, personal DM, my personal account as well. Um, so we can keep that conversation going. Um, but yeah, super excited to you know explore all these different um, opportunities that that may arise from this space. Um, but yeah. Appreciate your time, Toad. Anything else you want to kind of add to the people that are listening today? Oh, man. Um, I have not yet told you all about the artist who made the Cyberfist uh, PFP. I've told you all about Matt Haley. I've not told you all about my man, Robbie Trevino. Um, Robbie Trevino is a fellow who um, is just a legend. Uh, made art for Sony, has a show on Netflix, um, has made art for... Well, he, he was a lead concept designer at Lucasfilm, where he was working on Star Wars and Mando. Um, he's, just, he's just legendary. And I happened into uh, Robbie Trevino early last year when he was not... He, he had a couple of weeks to kill. He had a couple of weeks to kill. Um, he met Matt Haley, the artist and visionary of, you know, Cyberfist. And Robbie Trevino actually ended up making our PFP art for the collection. Um, so, like, this is the only place you can get a Robbie Trevino piece of art for, like, less than tens of ETH, you know, less than tens of ETH. Uh, you can go check him out. He has a super rare. He makes really ridiculous looking one of ones. Um, but I feel like this is a thing that people have not yet really like realized or appreciated. Um, it was important to me when like was bringing this out that we had, you know, a prominent artist who made the PFP art and yeah. I'm just saying that that is the King's Alpha. I think it matters. I certainly am happy to hold my Robbie Trevino PFP. Um, And there's that. I I hope to come back around soon, honestly, and chat with you about things like Opolis or more boring things like, uh, you know, on-chain ID and (laughs) ZK proofs, soulbound tokens. Let's go. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd love to have you on on the Web3 Futures podcast, which is essentially like the media um, of Metopia. Um, and I've we've launched that two weeks ago. So that's what I was trying to get you on um, to talk about Oculus. But, you know, we could just have you on as just Toad, you know, and we can just talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to be is just Toad. Just this dude in Web3 who's, you know, drinks wine and knows things, right? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Oh, shit. Wrong emoji. But yeah, no. <laughs> really appreciate the um, insight into Cyberfest. And I'm definitely more keen to explore um, other avenues and different projects that you're working on. Um, anything else you'd like to add? Um, or are you happy to, you know, close it up? Yeah, happy to close it up. You know, I really appreciate the space. And it was just good times being here. So 
Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. Um, happy to close it up. If you do get a Cyberfist PFP, tweet at me so that I can make sure that I, you know, shower you in blessings and engagement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And thanks for joining. Um, I will definitely flick you a DM after this. We can continue these discussions. Um, and for now, that is us. We have a, another space lined up for Thursday. Um, we are going to be having Tim Dow and Quantum Temple, and we're going to talk about NFTs and heritage and soulbound tokens as well. Um, so super excited for that. Um, but for now, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And Tobe, we'll catch you on the next one. Catch you next time, man. Later. Right. Yes, take care. Bye-bye.